Hello everyone, welcome to today's episode of Read More Books, where we're starting a new book, uh, Normal People by Sally Rooney, my first foray into the um, fiction world, and this was brought upon by a friend of, friend of the show, um, Sophie, who's going to join me today in discussing the topic of relationships and how they're explored in this book. So I hope you enjoy this one, guys, and we'll jump right into it. What we're doing here today is talking about Normal People. Normal People, a book written by Sally Rooney, who is a... Where's she from? I think she's from Ireland. An Irish? Irish yeah, Irish. Well, that makes sense because the book is set now. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Let's double check that though. Okay, good idea. Sally Rooney. Normal She is an Irish author. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I started this book, reading this book today on uh, the advice of Sophie, who's (laughs) joining us today to talk about it as well. A bit as well. And more specifically, we're going to be focusing on theme, a specific theme, which is relationships and how they are subject to change, can evolve over time. And also how they may seem unique to the individual, but in the context of everyone in the world, perhaps, it's not as uh, special, let's say, for an example. So the the main relationship in this book is the one between Marianne and Connell, Mm -hmm. two characters from different ends of the socioeconomic spectrum, but still sharing a lot of similarities, for instance, the love of literature and Mm -hmm. also the high school that they go to at the start, followed by the university Mm -hmm. and so on and so forth. So I suppose where we wanted to start this is how would we actually describe their relationship? What do you think? (laughs) Uh, I think what you said was very true. Like, I feel like they really connected through a lot of similarities, Mm -hmm. even though they seemingly look different on the outside Mm -hmm. and are probably perceived differently in the eyes of their classmates, seeing as, you know, Marianne is more ostracized and is deemed, like, more awkward as a student, whereas Connell is quite popular and does pretty well in school as mm-hmm. well. So I think they're viewed very different by their peers, very differently by their peers. But I think they do bond over that shared interest of, like, literature and also both being, you know, quite studious and, like, quite good students and things like that but ultimately I think they actually bond a lot over insecurities as well mm-hmm. I think Marianne is quite insecure about herself in especially in high school and then you can see how that kind of evolves over the course of the book but her insecurities are still quite a big part of her and Connell also has his own insecurities and you can see that in the way that he's kind of wants to almost hide his relationship with Marianne and he gets this sort of like satisfaction with being her and being with her and knowing that she wouldn't tell anybody about how their relationship is like or share any information about their in, their relationship. Mm-hmm. So it, I feel like a lot of it also kind of stems from shared insecurities. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, no, I think that's a really good point because as you mentioned, Marianne does have her insecurities which stem from her family sort of issues Mm -hmm. and Connell's insecurities stem from his desire to sort of be accepted by his peers right 
uh, that's what that's Marianne mentions that a few times as well, where she says mm-hmm. that you you always cared about what other people think of you, yeah. and those kinds of things. And that might come from his background, for mm-hmm. instance, like how his mum is a single mother and always wanted to do what's best for him. Mm-hmm. So his what he's sort of envisioned that as sort of him needing to be fulfill this sort of. Uh, perfect perfect kind of son role or something like that yeah. something similar to that where everyone around him has to look at him favorably mm-hmm. in some degree and but that's a lot of what a lot of what you talked about where he gets a little like uh, a little satisfaction out of that sort of power that he has over her mm-hmm. changes changes when they mm-hmm. end up going to university right yeah so that brings us into the second discussion point that we want to talk about which is how their relationship changes from when they leave school to then go to university and what a lot of what from Marianne's point of view she seems to suggest that it sort of flips on its head right that now she being the more popular one the more powerful one Mm -hmm. we'll say gets us to see that sort of that side of the relationship that Connell once had and sort of understands a little bit more despite the sort of falling out that they have at the end of the book, but no, mm-hmm. no uh, at the end of, sorry, at the end of the first part of the book. Yeah. We don't want to spoil anything. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so if we were to look at that, look at that, how it sort of evolved from high school to university, what else do you think sort of changed in either the dynamic of the relationship or um, in the characters themselves to mm-hmm. sort of have the relationship change from what it was before to what it then became in their first yeah. few years of university? I feel like... In some ways it's changed, but in some ways it still remains the same. Like, I think they still take into it, like, they take into that new stage of that relationship with them all of the old insecurities that they had from before. Mm -hmm. But it's just, like, different now because, like you said, Marianne's, like, popular now. She's the one with friends. She's the one who's sharing those friends with Connell, which didn't really happen when they were in high school. But I think it's just really indicative of how you know, relationships change over the course of your life and, like, whether or not you can still maintain that relationship as you change as a person and as that relationship dynamic changes. I think that is quite interesting in itself and, like, I think it's quite reflective of real life. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does yeah. make sense, okay? And how do, how, do you, how do you mean it sort of reflects real life? Like, I think a lot of relationships change as you grow up. Mm-hmm. Like, the way that you were with your high school friends, for example, when you come out of high school, it changes and it shifts with, you know, how you grow apart and potentially also together mm-hmm. in different ways. Um, like, I know from my own experience with, like, my high school friends, that kind of happened. Like, in some ways, those relationships really changed and Sometimes you get more distant in some ways, but in other ways you grow separately and then come back together because, you know, maybe those paths are different, but the growth can be kind of a similar trajectory. Mm. So I think it's quite interesting that Sally Rooney decided to write a book about, I think, like ever evolving relationships and... I think it's very reflective of real relationships. Like, I think sometimes we go into relationships thinking that they'll never change or hoping, almost hoping that they won't change. And that's kind of the doom of the relationship almost, Mm -hmm. because then you can't really sustain it over time because things change over time naturally. Mm -hmm. 
So I think that's quite interesting. And like, I don't know, sometimes you get to an end to the end of books about high school relationships. And it just seemingly looks like the two characters just go off into like the sunset (laughs) and they don't, you know, (laughs) but that doesn't happen in real life. So it's interesting to see that dynamic change between the two of them. And then to think of your own relationships and see how true of a reflection that is. Maybe Mm -hmm. it does apply. Maybe it doesn't. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, that's definitely true. I think that's definitely true. And I think one thing that we also did mention before uh, is that it's the first time that such a big transition is happening in a lot of people's lives. When they're a similar scene later in the book with Connell and his economics teacher. (laughs) No spoilers again. (laughs) (laughs) Is what she says is that high school or secondary school is like the best years of your life, her or your or anyone's life. And that's, I think, because you build up those really solid, lasting relationships for such a long period of time. Mm -hmm. And then there's no such situation again in your life where such strong relationships are formed again, like with a sense of sort of camaraderie or belonging that you have similar to that in high school. Mm -hmm. And once you lose that, if you do lose that, and you can imagine that, you know, in the less connected days of 30, 40 years ago, perhaps Mm -hmm. when his economics teacher was in high school it, it was it would have been much yeah. harder to stay in contact with people where you that, that you grew such close emotional sort of um yeah. connections with mm-hmm. so i think it's kind of nice that we live in a day and age where we're able to maintain those relationships mm-hmm. past past those years where you see that same person again and again over every single day yeah. and they do they in, especially in this book we're able to see them staying in touch over email when they're in different parts of europe and all those sorts of things so that's it's it's has that modern day sort of feel to it too which i think is really really important mm-hmm. now i think a question that we should ask and address is whether or not this style of relationship having the history that they have together and then sort of the challenges that that history sort of puts them through is that sort of a healthy uh relationship to have with another person do you think i think any relationship that where you've gone through so much with a person and you've gone through that really transitional period of your life where you're going from like high school to uni and they went to the same high school and then to the same university I think sometimes that does come with some unhealthiness and I don't I honestly I don't know if there's any one relationship that is completely healthy like what's a normal healthy relationship Mm -hmm. I think maybe that's also what Sally Rooney's trying to to say almost Mm -hmm. like what what are normal people what are normal relationships? What constitutes normal and good and healthy? I don't know. Because mm-hmm. I think like, I think you can look at a lot of your relationships and you can find things that are unhealthy and you can find parts of it that are really healthy. And it's more like trying to strike a balance and also figure out whether or not that relationship is actually like overall a healthy relationship a beneficial one to you and whether or not you're you're addressing those unhealthy parts of your relationships Mm -hmm. which I don't think really happens between the two of them because I think Marianne Mm. and Connell have a big like I found it quite frustrating but also very realistic that they didn't communicate their 
like problems, their insecurities, their fears to each other. And a lot of the times I think like communication would have solved it. But again, that happens a lot in real life. You know, like there's a lot of things that you don't say to people who are important to you. And there are a lot of times where maybe you feel unhappy about something that someone did or you feel like someone has kind of stepped on you in some way, Mm, you know, and you don't really talk about it. And it's kind of lost in translation. And that can lead to a diso- like the dissolution of a relationship. Or it can strengthen it if you actually end up communicating those things. But that was something that I found really frustrating in the mm. relationship. But very realistic at the yeah, same time. Definitely. Definitely. And I think it's both. It's quite interesting because in the way that she's written the book, almost like a Games of, Game of Thrones type way where the chapters kind of shift from different people's perspective mm-hmm. from Connell's to Marianne's back to Connell's to Marianne's yeah. that their the thought process and thoughts that she writes about of the characters having is often often say geez it would have been great if I told her about this or something like that <laughs> or like, I, yeah. I thought I feel like I should have said this to her or mm-hmm. um more notably when Connell's runs out of money and needs to go home mm-hmm. over the summer exactly, and he says like exactly. oh I could have just asked to stay at Marianne's place or, yeah. uh, for blah 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 for the period of the summer and everything would have mm-hmm. been alright and then mm-hmm. when he comes back eventually and he's got a new girlfriend and everything like that and he's like oh well I was yeah. gonna say this but then I did it and then um, as a result their relationship suffered because of it because they had to, another missed opportunity basically yeah. and it, you're right you're right frustration is definitely the right word yeah. and that's what makes it hard I probably shouldn't have read this book as fast as I have because it's just <laughs> stressful at this point. But it, <laughs> if you read it at the pace that you're reading it at, I can definitely see why that's frustrating. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that it does sort of um, address another another part, which is that the way the characters are developed, right? We often talk about this idea where you have sort of your, I think it's maybe like a... a Japanese concept or something like that. We have your public life, your personal life, and your private life, right? Yeah. And we see those sort of three levels in in both the characters where they have their public life, how they're perceived by their friends and the other um, and at school and at university and that, that sort of thing. Yeah. Their prior, uh, their their personal life, which is this relationship that they're balancing between yeah. Marianne and Connell, and then their private life, which is their own internal dialogue. Yeah. And how how different it is to what they express to the other person. Yeah. And I think, like you said, having that communication would be beneficial to both of the characters and a little bit of sort of clarity, essentially, to clear up a lot of the mess. Let's call it <laughs> that's because that's basically what it is mm-hmm. that they that they end up putting each other through. Mm-hmm. But I think like that's that's so realistic of relationships you Mm -hmm. know like people in your life frustrate you a lot Mm -hmm. you know friends frustrate you a lot (laughs) family frustrates you a lot you know people don't do the thing do things the way that you expect them to and people don't aren't as honest as you know we we i think as much as we all want to be honest with each other we're never really as honest as we want to be Mm -hmm. and that leads to a lot of frustration, a lot of lack of communication, and I think that's really well portrayed in the book. Mm-hmm. And like you, I think the point that you said about like having your private life, your personal life, and your public life is really true. Like the way that 
all three of those levels are presented through Marianne and Connell's views, but also how the dynamic of their relationship shifts across those different levels as well. Mm. Like, I think that's really interesting because Mm. that does happen. Like even with friendships, when you're around other people, you probably don't act the same way that you do when it's just the two of you. And the same thing with like your partner, that same dynamic shift kind of happens across situations and that's interesting to see as well mm-hmm. mm. yeah well definitely so if you were to take one thing away one lesson or one question that you might ask yourself or ask other people if they were looking to work on relationships in their life what would you say that might be hmm, i've sprung this one on yeah, you because this is a good question <laughs> I feel like maybe it's kind of exploring the parts of you that you're insecure about and exploring the parts of you that makes you afraid to share things in relationships. Mm. And then I think that will make you a better communicator in general and also will probably make you more comfortable with yourself. Because I think that's something that both of the characters struggle with. And I think if you recognize that sense of struggle in yourself, then... That's something that I think would be beneficial for all of us, you know, Mm -hmm. in general. I think we all think that in some ways we're a bit weird and awkward and not normal, Mm -hmm. but maybe that is just normal. Yeah. It's the same as everyone else is sort of feeling on the inside. Exactly. Except we just don't know. Yeah. And we don't talk about it. Yeah. True. Which brings up some very interesting points about uh, vulnerability and being vulnerable with other people, which I think should be a conversation for another day, mm-hmm. shall we say, and maybe another book, because <laughs> <laughs> these characters are terrible at it, so we won't, we won't have to worry about that at all. Mm-hmm. But yeah, thank you very much, Sophie, mm-hmm. for sharing your thoughts today. No, thank you for having me Can on we get you back tomorrow or not? <laughs> I would like that. I think that would be really fun. All right, let's do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's not been forced to say any of this stuff. It's all on her own volition. Help me! <laughs> Alrighty. That's my So that was all for today's episode on relationships, looking at how they're portrayed in Sally Rooney's book, Normal People. We'll try and get Sophie back for the next few episodes where we finish off discussing the book. I'm learning pretty quickly how much of a difference there can be between the lessons learnt in fiction versus non-fiction, and I've found it to be so interesting so far. So, I appreciate you guys for listening in, and as always, read more books. Bye.